0: Welcome back to the Beyond Rockets podcast. I'm your host, Clark Dunn. The Beyond Rockets podcast is a way for me to showcase and highlight some of the small business owners, entrepreneurs, and talented creatives here in the Rocket City that make Huntsville way more than just a Rocket City. If you're not yet subscribed to the podcast, you can subscribe wherever you listen. You can follow me on YouTube at Beyond Rockets, as well as Instagram at Beyond Rockets to stay up to date with new and exciting things happening in Huntsville, as well as new episodes as they are released. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. This episode is sponsored by We Are Huntsville. We Are Huntsville, previously known as Our Valley Events, helps you discover things to do in Huntsville, Alabama. They cover the best events, places to eat, and experiences to inspire you to get out and find your fun. I love We Are Huntsville because its ability to keep me up to date. With so many new and exciting things happening in Huntsville every day, it can be hard to keep track. With their large calendar of events, you'll never worry again about being bored. Check out We Are Huntsville by visiting their website and social media platforms today. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond Rockets. In this episode, I sit down and talk with the Leadership Greater Huntsville, which is a 501c3, and this is 35 years old. And his ultimate goal is to develop human capital based on their 10-month program to then go back into the community and make it better. First off, thank you for taking the time to sit down and talking with me. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do?
1: Sure. Well, thank you for having us. Uh, my name is Shannon Drake. I'm the president and CEO of Leadership Greater Huntsville. Um, So I have the privilege of running this fantastic nonprofit in which uh, has meant so much to individuals in our community. Um, Just kind of a background on what I've done, I came out of 25 years of Corporate America, Um, government contracts and marketing and um, decided I didn't want to be a badge number anymore. Uh, So I kind of delved into the nonprofit world. It wasn't until I went in, went through the 10 month program 10 years ago that I learned exactly what leadership Huntsville could do for our community and for myself. So it was a personal and a professional change Mm for me. Um, So, Right then and there, I decided that at some point I wanted to come work for leadership. And and so two and a half years ago, I was able to do that. But um, I'm going to let Caitlin kind of introduce herself before we dive in a little bit more.
2: Yeah. So my name is Caitlin Sides-Baker, and I'm the alumni focus and spark program director at leadership. I've been there actually now for almost one year. And I have absolutely loved it. I was a public relations major and um, came to Huntsville. I'm originally from Coleman. So pretty close. Uh, Came to Huntsville. And my first job in Huntsville was with Downtown Huntsville, Inc. Okay, Uh, So it was a great job that just automatically kind of submerged you in the community. I've also worked at the Chamber. And I was a contract employee for Google Fiber. So I've had some jobs where it's really shown me all these different kind of cool sides of our community and that's when with you know this role opened up I was like this is so perfect because I you know I found out quickly that I love jobs that are focused on our community making it better moving the needle Um, so I love Huntsville and I sometimes call myself the Huntsville (laughs) cheerleader.
0: (laughs) So I know that (laughs) <laughs> Leadership Greater Huntsville kind of came out of the chamber. Can you tell me a little bit about it? It's like how it got started and kind of what was its goal when it first was founded 35 years ago?
1: Sure. Well, to kind of go back a little bit more so in history, this kind of a started back in the 1960s.
0: Okay.
1: Um, this, there was a, a leadership group that came out of Atlanta, Georgia, and they were on an international tour of museums. Unfortunately, 125 leaders that came out of the Atlanta metro area um, perished in the plane crash. So you can imagine that void that it left in that community. Mm -hmm. So the discussion started then, do we have those leaders that could step up and take take control of those companies and take control of those communities? It kind of died down a little bit, until the 80s and in 1987 is when leadership well it's actually called leadership 2000 was created underneath the Huntsville Madison County Chamber of Commerce okay it was one class and that ran for uh, until 2007 wow actually Um, at that point they decided they wanted to do more in our community they saw the need Huntsville was growing so they found they formed the 501c3 at that time called Huntsville Madison County Leadership um, and started with one of the main programs which is still going strong today 35 years later um flagship okay so um it started with that then we uh 24 years ago we added a young emerging leadership which is called connect so ages of 29 to 39 kind of time frame so those are those who are on the trajectory of moving into those positions in case something drastic should ever happen okay um and then then we started something called the mini mba program called management academy it's going to be it's actually in its 12th year right now wow Uh, We kind of, that's more on the operational side. So, you know, with our first two programs, you're all over this community, Mm -hmm. figuring out what's going on, what the needs are. Management Academy teaches you what's going on in the, in your business. So you're learning from CEOs and top executives at that time. Um, That's 12 years old. And then- Focus, which is a two-day program, which Caitlin handles, is uh, the 10-month program, and we cram it into one hour for two days. (laughs) So it's like drinking from a fire hose. (laughs) But it's a good way to kind of try before you buy, because that 10-month program is kind of a time commitment. For sure. Uh, But two days, and Caitlin does a fantastic job of programming those days, still giving you the experience. Um, but just a lesser time. And then she also created spark, which is the college program Okay. to, um, we've got some great individuals that are going to school, going to school around here and we want to keep them here yeah. from a yeah. workforce development standpoint. So she'll talk a little bit more about that. And then we're also bringing back our youth program called challenge this summer, which targets high schools.
0: Wow. So you I mean, there's, there's so many different programs depending on whatever it stage is. of life you're in really. Exactly. And I right. think with being able to do that, like you said, you're able to you get someone in high school or in college starting it and then they get to go through their career and they get to also do it later on and kind of learn from the CEOs and learn from all this, but they're able to kind of experience it for a pretty much their entire life if they really wanted to.
1: They do. And, you know, when you're in college, you kind of live, all of us, not even if you're in college, you live in your own bubble. Mm -hmm. So you Mm -hmm. don't know what's outside. So Caitlin does a great job of introducing them to our community. And the the testimonials we heard after the inaugural, you know, was very powerful.
0: So these programs, so is it primarily for these programs to do like businesses reach out to you to have their uh, their team members go to it or how does this how does how does someone get involved and kind of be a part of these um these different classes in different either the two day or the 10 month or how do people get involved with that
1: so we are recruiting 365 days out of the year (laughs) we are in recruitment mode right now it's it's both okay yeah and and caitlin can talk against the spark program but we we are in contact with our um big DOD customers mm-hmm. and, and our nonprofits. And we are in the community constantly talking to people. I was just there this morning <laughs> yeah. talking with somebody because we are in recruitment because it means so much. We have over 4,000 alumni. Wow! Yeah. And I would say 90% of our elected officials have gone through our classes. Wow. The and, mayor's. And do mission. most of
0: them that go through these classes then end up, I mean, they're all obviously been staying here in Huntsville and kind of pouring back oh, into yeah. the community and they're, They I mean, They've, because I mean, that's the thing. Is like with with what I get to do and get to talk with all these different people, most of them aren't from Huntsville, right? And like I've I've I'm born and raised, lived here my entire life, and that's always like it's always fun to get to share. Like, oh, like downtown was never like like it's all these like stories, exactly. and it's like. There's people that aren't, there's also people here that have been here forever that just sometimes they just don't know. And being able to, like you said, pour into the community and then give back is a huge thing for people that like the 4,000, I can I mean, that's just crazy to me.
1: Well, you know, and I'm sorry, I'm taking You're (laughs) Doing great. You know, as a native, and and I'm a lot older than you are, (laughs) but in the 70s, downtown Huntsville was, I mean, it was not a place you went at night. And now to see it evolve to where it is today. It's and crazy. Thanks to good. I mean, Chad Emerson and, and you yeah. worked with him. Um, some of them stay. Some of them do to work. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're the minority being natives in <laughs> yes. Huntsville. Yeah. We really are. But it's so exciting to see individuals coming from outside of Huntsville because they bring new ideas. Yeah. And so it's going through our classes, and we do small group projects okay. in the Connect and the, uh, the Flagship yep. Program where we identify areas in the community where we can give back. And bring in the ideas out from outside of Huntsville really is oh, eye-opening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and
0: I mean, it's, and it's a great thing to see, like you said, these, like, even the people that have been here forever, like, go into d- different parts of Huntsville now that are growing and becoming these great areas to be. I mean, like, we're, we're recording right now at Lincoln Mill and Meridian Street. Mm-hmm. And now what what they're doing with the mill here and all the restaurants that are coming? I mean, people are coming down to Meridian Street that have never been down here before. Right. Exactly. and you're like, this is like a great spot. And they're like, wow, like I had no idea this is down here. I had no idea there's Holtz Leather or Preservation Company or Latois or Mad Malt or wherever it might be. They're like, I had no idea. And it's just getting them out and getting them to see what's out there is huge. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's one thing we hear during our classes. Yep. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. And even as a native, and you, you know, you're you're pretty much a native, pretty much for <laughs> Coleman <laughs> to hear. I had no idea is. The common thing. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. T- t- tell me a little bit about the the, the Spark programs, and kind of what those uh, th- for the the high school programs you have, and the college programs, kind of getting them involved, and what 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 do they get to experience at that age, and how does it kind of transition to the other classes?
2: Yeah, and that's one thing that's really great about each of our programs is that we have our Young Professional Program, we have the Spark Program, we have the Flagship Program, and all of the content is, is tailored and and created to kind of really resonate with that age group, right? Mm -hmm. In that point in their career. Um, So with Spark, I created that last year um, because, you know, working with some different positions, I realized there's a gap here in us really reaching The local college students and showing them how great Huntsville is and why they should stay here. (laughs) Yeah,
0: getting them to stay is a huge thing.
2: Exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really is. And so that's when I was like, okay, we got to do something similar to Connect, right? Mm -hmm. But it's like a mini Connect. It's only one week long, it's five days. Um, It's in August. We kind of catch the college students after summer semester, but before fall semester begins. It's also free for them. Yeah. It is completely free. Which is like
0: college students love free. I mean, I I just graduated, (laughs) just graduated in May from UAH. Um, and so like free is like, yeah. Oh, parents think, love free for sure like <laughs> exactly. it, it, it's like just like do something like just get out of here right. go it's free just enjoy it
2: yes exactly and, and like Shannon was talking about at their graduation hearing so many of them talk about I was actually thinking about leaving Huntsville but now I'm staying yeah and some of the content we cover we cover public safety health and wellness we took them to the new amphitheater we do a human services um and de and I day so we're covering a lot of different topics in our community and it was just really awesome and powerful to see the impact that made and I really can't wait for next class
0: yeah i mean like and i think i see i i I think with college i I see a lot of people like i saw a lot of people that were ready to leave when they got done with college i see even i saw even more of it um from high school i mean like Mm -hmm. i mean no one everyone i talked to they're always like yeah i never thought i would live in huntsville any longer like i thought as soon as i graduated high school or soon i graduated college i would move away and never come back huntsville's just not a cool place there's nothing to do here you can't go downtown like there's nothing here why would i stay here and now they come back and they've been here, you know, 15 years, you know, and they're like, wow, I couldn't imagine being anywhere else. Right. Because it still has that hometown vibe without necessarily with all these great things that are coming too. So you're able to really enjoy, like you can go to a neighborhood like my parents live in South Huntsville and like they're, you can go to like their neighborhoods. Just like, just like, oh, like this, it's just like South Huntsville's always been. Mm-hmm. And then you can drive five minutes to Jones Valley or 10 minutes to downtown and be like, where am I? This <laughs> right. is like a whole nother place. <laughs> and it's, it's crazy. Just the growth and how have y'all seen with the growth of Huntsville over the last, really, I mean, the last five years has just been insane. Yeah. How have you seen that growth translate to people coming to these courses and the out of town people that are, that, that are new to Huntsville and the, the, the people that have been here forever? How, how has that uh, affected and helped grow leadership in Huntsville?
1: So I mean, th- th- that's always a challenge. You know, you have so many people moving in so fast. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, we're trying to partner with the chamber and, and just try to be at, at events where we can meet these new individuals. It's just, again, being in our community and networking—that mm-hmm. yeah. is key in this community. You know, I always say it's not who, not who you know, it's who knows you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's ultimately that's it. what it is. Um, you know, even. Uh, it frustrates me sometimes, even though we're 35 years old. I'm like, have you not heard of us? Why have you not heard of <laughs> yes, us? Like, but, I've, I've, I've
0: been out here talking I know. about it all the time. <laughs> I've been like, running
1: social media. I know, I know. <laughs> Caitlin does a fantastic job with that. But, you know, go back to your statement about South Huntsville. You know, South Huntsville Business Association is doing amazing work yeah. with what, you know, with the Publix and the Hayes Farm and everything yeah. that's going down there. I grew up in Hazeland. Okay. So I'm familiar with that whole neighborhood. I went to Chaffee Elementary okay. and I went to Whitesburg and started out at Grissom. Um, so it's growing and it's in, it's very inspiring to see. But as far as making sure people know who we are, it's just boots on the ground. Yeah. And like, yeah. like
0: you said, you're, you're having to market your thing. 365 mm-hmm. days out of, the, out of the year, every single right. day you're doing stuff. But do your courses kind of like you talked about, like how some of your courses are in August and some of them are this? Do you have courses that are happening all throughout the year, or do your courses kind of stick within a time frame, or how does that kind of look?
2: I would say think of it kind of like a school year, right? So Mm -hmm. a lot of our programs, so Flagship and then Connect and Management Academy, all start in August and run through May. Okay. And as far as time commitment for each of those, they kind of have a kickoff um, that's normally two or three days in August. And then each month after that, it's only one day a month. So yes, it's a time commitment, but one day a month, you can do that. And then in May, they um, close out the program with a closing retreat. Okay. Um, So they do some really great things there. And that's where Focus, our two-day program, we host that in november for two days and then we also have a spring class that we host in april for two days okay um and then spark is also in august so august is obviously a pretty big month for us yes you're
0: just planning for august planning for august exactly
2: and then spark is one week in august
0: okay and and i i know that you're kind of the signups for a lot of these courses are kind of happening and kind of actually could be closing in first of march can you tell me a little bit about how someone that's listening that's wanting to be a part of it and kind of learn more about these classes maybe even sign up where they can go to find more information
2: yeah, so head over to our website, leadershiphsv.org. Each of the programs is listed there under our programs tab. The application link is there. Um, all of our application deadlines for Flagship Connected Management Academy are March 1st. Okay. But with um, the college students, they have until April 1st for Spark. That's okay. not a joke. <laughs> and, and focus is actually ending february the 18th yeah. for the next program. week yeah
0: okay wow yeah. i mean like in i, I just like i I've, i think I've a few people that i know have gone through it um and i mean i i've i've followed in some sort of like you saw like people not knowing that you're here and stuff like that i feel like i followed y'all for a long time i think when as soon as i started the podcast and you know, you're going through social media like who can i follow to kind of like get my name out there i'm, I'm a nobody Okay, just start following people, following people, following people. And then it's like, I start seeing your stuff and I'm like, oh, this is interesting. And then I see LinkedIn posts and I see people sharing it that I'm friends with or I'm connected with on LinkedIn Mm -hmm. or whatever it might be. And it's like, wow, like they're just doing, like the experiences you get to do is, I think is the the huge value adding.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, and that's part of the organic side of it. You know, yes, we are boots on the ground, but that organic side that Caitlin takes care of um, really makes a difference because- we're all connected somehow yeah. in this right. community, um, but it, it, the experiences alone—everybody oh yeah. and, and anybody we go talk to—your experience is going to be different than my experience. Mm-hmm. Um, what it did for me is going to be different than what it did for Caitlin, just because of the different you know times in our lives and what yeah. we're doing. But everybody gets something out of it, mm-hmm. and it is if for somebody to come out there and say that was not worth my time or my money. You never hear that. (laughs) Never. And and
0: like I said, you get to see, you get get to visit and see a lot of places in Huntsville that sometimes the average person doesn't get to see necessarily the behind the scenes of. Well, that's,
1: that's what, you know, and I'll let you kind of speak to that, especially on, she's created some alumni programs that are behind the scenes. Oh, okay. That, yeah, you wouldn't get to see unless you
0: were an alum. Yeah, Yeah. So I'll let you kind of explain some of those that you're doing. So
2: that's one thing really with, with all of our programs and even our alumni program too, is just the experience, the hands-on experience, the access, you know, the, the perspective. You might gain going through the program. It's just it's so powerful. Um, but with our alumni program, so I haven't really talked too much about that. Mm-hmm. But like uh, Shannon mentioned at the beginning, we have four thousand alumni. Wow, that's awesome, right? And so we how we keep them engaged. You know, after they go through the program, like how do I still continue to have like a pulse on what's happening in my community? And that's kind of where I step in. Okay. I host two to four different events per month, um, and it could be a reboot day, which is similar to our regular program days, but we focus on a topic. So we just did one last week focused on manufacturing here. I mean, our manufacturing industry is exploding right now, right? So we did a deep dive, had panel discussions, did tours, you know, talked about workforce development, talked with employers. So it was a great day where we were educating. And that's also open to guests. So even if guests are like, I kind of want to apply, but let me go do this reboot day. That's a full day. It's a full leadership experience. It's open to alumni and community guests. And we had some community guests there and they were like, wow, this is really awesome. And I
0: I mean, I think that's like as Huntsville's continuing to grow and we're having more people come in, being able to then continue to showcase things that are happening in Huntsville with people that have been in Huntsville forever. I mean, that's like there's so much going on that it's hard to keep track. Right. And you're able to then dive in with your groups and your different courses that you have and be able to really see what's going on and kind of, okay, I could, I see where I fit in with this community. And I think that's great for Huntsville, especially with more, more people coming here that aren't from Huntsville. It's like, I want to be a part of it. I want to help in some way. How do I get involved? And this is kind of like, Hey, we're right here. This is, this is exactly what you do. Um, So besides, I mean, I, it, it, there's just, I mean, there's so much we could talk about. It, it, it's, it's, it's like, it's like what, but these courses and these experiences you get to go through, you, you said a lot of them are just people that are interested in being a part of them, but also some of the employers. So I'm guessing you, you work with these, um, like you said, the DODs and the, the people in the arsenal and stuff like that to kind of get their, their high executives to come in and do this stuff. And how, how is, is, has that been, a, a, have you seen open arms from these people that are of what you're doing mm-hmm. and being able to really sh- help their employee employees? Oh, yeah.
1: We have, um, again, with so many people, uh, you know, take Dynetics, for example. They acquired, or Lidos acquired Dynetics. You've got an influx of people coming in from out of the city. Dynetics gets it, and they fully support leadership Greater Huntsville. Now they want to introduce Lidos employees to it. So, yes, we have great relationships with all the companies here in town, small and, you know, large, Mm -hmm. and nonprofits, and even community volunteers that just want to get back involved. Yeah. So... That is not necessarily a hard sell <laughs> because once somebody within the organization has been through that can yeah. kind of share their experience too. Right. So that's kind of like legit. You yeah, know? It's like, oh of... yeah. It's, it's like, oh
0: yeah, like I sign off. This is, right. this is real. Please right. do this.
1: Um, and I, in fact, now we've got several companies that sends us lists of, these are the individuals that we've promoted, uh, that we've told sign up. Yeah. So we yeah. just kind of watch for it.
0: Okay. Yeah. Wow. So
1: it's, it's, um, it's it's really exciting, um, and I want to kind of go back to the alumni section too. If you're a dues-paying alumni, you have access to that database. of yeah. alumni. Oh, wow. So to pick up the telephone, if you have you need advice or just you know just to talk, mm-hmm. to say, hey, I'm a leadership grad. I was 25. I'm an L25 grad. I just have this question. It's amazing how they just say, well, yeah, what you got? Wow! Yeah. So it, it's just really, it's like a little community, like a, a family right. almost, yeah. when yeah. you get through.
0: I, I, and like I said, like having that 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 network of people that you've yeah. you've kind of had that same even if you didn't go to this, you w- you weren't going through it at the same time as somebody else, but you've had that same experience. And like I said, each person kind of gets something different from right. the experience, but the general experience and w- of what you're getting them is very similar. Yeah so they're able to share their stories, share their insights, share their wisdom, and really yeah. kind of grow professionally too.
2: Well, and you had a, a great experience with Connect. Oh, yeah. And that's one thing I kind of wanted to talk on is, you know, sometimes you might have a leader who, who asks the question, well, what's the ROI on this? What's the return mm-hmm. on investment? Why, why should we pay for you to go through this program? And the group of individuals, which I'm actually, I would love for you to talk about the kind of the selection process yep, in, sure. a little bit. But the group of individuals that we, we – um, select for each of these programs I mean it's amazing you possibly would have never crossed paths with them otherwise Mm -hmm. the access and experiences you're getting in the community are unlike anything you would ever have the opportunity to do so for example I remember when I went through connect on public safety day I put on a firefighter suit (laughs) oxygen tank and all had an axe and was like chopping wood and my father-in-law is actually a, a former firefighter and it just completely opened my eyes something as just doing an activity like that i think that was just one hour for one of the days right so like that was just one little thing um so there was just so many other experiences too i loved the education day i don't Mm -hmm. have kids yet but learning more about our schools especially as a young professional it's important Mm -hmm. yeah and You know, the value in doing all of these programs and covering these different topics, you're going to have people, our logo's a a flame, right? Mm -hmm. And we often say feed the flame. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) feed the flame. And um, you have these individuals who go through the program and they see something that literally ignites them. Um, for example, even in my class, we had an individual run for school board, right? Um, so you have these things that come out of there, great projects. We actually had a nonprofit also start out of my class, wow. right? So it, they, you go through the program, you see all the great things happening in our community, and you also see some of our pain points, right? So then you are able to, if it ignites a flame in somebody, yeah. that then they, you know, make action and. And move the needle
0: yeah i love that saying. and so how, how, how does that selection process work to kind of be like once they apply to like i want to be a part of this group how does that work on on that on the next steps
1: so it, it's pretty um <laughs> it's pretty daunting <laughs> um so we will get anywhere from 60 to 70 applications uh, for connect flagship um we only select 54 and it's okay. real logical. Why it's, that's how many fits on a bus? Yeah, <laughs> so I, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, but um, Management Academy, we also have a selection process. Not as many. We have about forty applicants. And Spark, being our first year, we don't mm-hmm. know what we're going to get this next year. Um, so we base it off because of, we want the class to be diverse. Yes, that's very important from a conversation standpoint. Um, but so we look at ethnicity. We look at um, industry. We don't want twenty DOD or twenty mm-hmm. bankers or twenty lawyers in there. Yeah. We right. pretty much, as as my board chair says, we look like Noah. We're taking two from each <laughs> two industry, each. yes, um, and, and because we want those conversations. And sometimes they get heated. Those conversations get heated, and that's good. Yeah, because we're really opening up You're the minds. That spark. We're igniting <laughs> that spark. Yeah. Um, so it, it's it's a full. It's about a four hour process of going through each program sure. and doing the selection process, and we keep staff out of it. On okay. purpose, yeah. Um, so my CFO and myself, and then some uh, board members, okay, all right, the ones who did selection, and we really pay attention to those applications because some of the questions within the applications are, "What do you see as a need in our community?" Right. Don't say roads because we know we can't <laughs> do anything about roads. Yes. Um, but what are those needs? Where do you see? What have you done? What can you see that you could do? And we really pay attention to that. Yeah, so.
0: and I mean, I, I think that's like being able to, like I said, pick those two or two out of each kind of. Grew. I mean, like, yep. that's one of the biggest reasons I started the podcast because I want to learn from people that have different experiences than me because it's really powerful to see how they approach business and how they approach their work yep. and how that it can apply to someone else in a completely different industry. Right. I mean, because, like, I talk with uh, Kayla over at Ella and the way she runs the business versus how someone at a coffee shop runs a the business. They're selling very different products. They're doing very different services, but they approach it very similar. And you just continue to grow, like... Your, your ideas and your perspectives continues to be like, wow, like, I've never tried this. Let me try this, too, in my own field or in my own yeah. this. And you get to, like, really learn. I mean, like it, it, it's, a, it's a huge thing.
1: Well, and I think what makes our nonprofit a little bit different than some of the nonprofits, we work on something called a row, results-oriented work environment, which really works for our team. Mm-hmm. So, basically, I don't keep up with PTO and sick leave. Mm-hmm. You get your job done. If you're done by 2 o'clock, you can go to the gym. You can do whatever. <laughs> that seems to work with this team because mm-hmm. it gives them the flexibility to still feel like they're making an impact, but yet have the freedom to kind of come and go. Yeah. We do have an office. If you followed Roe completely, we would not have a physical office. <laughs> but because of the collaboration yeah. amongst our – and we just enjoy being yeah. around and each other. Yeah. We have a fun team. Yeah, <laughs> we have a fun team. You know, but Caitlin, she loves to travel. Yeah. As long as you have your laptop and your phone, yep, you're go. good. That's awesome. Go. And, and I'm I, thriving. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: I feel like that's like the huge thing now too. It's like with with, with COVID and all right. that over the last couple yeah. of years. I mean, you don't really need the physical space is great for collaboration, like you said, but being able to just do the job and and, and be involved in the community at the same time. And you're able to be at the coffee shop down the street right. having coffee and working and enjoying it and putting right. pouring right. back into the community and the community every right. single day.
1: We do, and I think that is, it inspires our mm-hmm. team it really quite does. a bit.
0: So y- y- you mentioned a little bit earlier that how people can connect with you besides um, the the website and what other ways you can connect and kind of if, if someone is listening that, that does want to apply to your classes before the cutoff, how can they do that and kind of.
2: Yeah, so like I said, our our website's leadershiphsv.org. We also have all of our social media channels and pages, and that's just leadershiphsv is the handle for all of those. And then also, if you go to our website under our staff page, you're going to find our emails and our phone numbers. Please reach out to us. Like, I am more than happy to meet up with you, Mm -hmm. have a coffee call, have a Zoom call, you know, whatever that may look like, and answer questions about our programs. Um, I don't want anybody to feel shy about that because, I mean, we're – I would say we're pretty friendly people. (laughs) We are very friendly. We are very friendly.
1: And and also, Caitlin has um, created these recruitment events. In fact, we have one tonight. Okay. Um, And I think the next one is the- February 25th. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, So, they just come and go, meet and greet. You know, totally free to them. But just find out more and talk to our, our program directors about what each program delivers
0: well thank you so much for telling me more about leadership greater huntsville i mean i like i said i i knew a little bit about it but now i feel like i know everything about it and i'm just i'm excited to kind of be involved in any way i can too yeah so you're going to get through i was going to say i I look
2: forward (laughs) to your
1: application
0: i know i'll I'll, 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 I'll go back to my office right now
1: But thank hey, you. and we do offer scholarships.
0: Okay, yes. that is a big
1: thing. Yeah. Yes. Um. So yeah, at least you know if you're a nonprofit, you get automatically get a fifty percent discount. Okay. Yeah. So you know, just kind of keep that in mind. Yeah. yeah. So don't but, let
2: the tuition or anything <laughs> you know deter you from uh, yeah. applying. Right. Yeah. So
0: anyone that's listening, um, I, I, I definitely strongly uh, encourage you to go check check out their website. Uh, social media platforms, like they're, what they're doing in the community and what they're being able to pour in to the people that are working here, and then just kind of the long, the the, the vision of it is great. And so, thank you so much again for sitting down and talking thank with you. me. And thank I you. look forward to kind of seeing where Leadership Huntsville will have its impact in the Huntsville and the greater Huntsville for years to come. Thank awesome. you. Thank, thank you, you. Appreciate so it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Beyond Rockets. Don't forget you can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen and on YouTube at Beyond Rockets. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Beyond Rockets to stay up to date with new episodes as they are released. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you enjoyed.